Yeah, we back with a new episode. Was the Broad Street? You know that we best to show. Sammy Conway every single week. Blowing up the net, it's a goddamn treat. Hey, Philly Sports Talk by the fans, for the fans. Our producer, Shane G, is the GOAT, man. Talking everything that go on here in Philly. Got the intro from my homie, Meek Millay. Burning up the mics, yeah, we don't cap. Now hear the wolves, listen up, it's a rap. Hello, everybody. Hello, Philadelphia. Welcome back once again to yet another edition of the Wolves of Broad Street podcast. As always, my name is Ryan Conway, and joining me here is my illustrious co-host and wartime consigliere, Sam Glavin. And, of course, we have our producer behind the glass, Seamus G. Not with us this evening, but he did prep the stats. He did make it happen for us regardless. And stay tuned for those highlights coming soon. Sam, we've got a lot to talk about in the world of Philadelphia sports. But first, allow me to introduce our, our very special guest here. we got Kyle Peggett. Host of the Everything's Fine podcast, man on the street videos, out the ass, some of the funniest things I've ever seen, showing the real side of the Philadelphia fan. Kyle, how you doing, man? Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you guys have a producer. That's some big time shit right there. Hey, man, what can we say? You know, got to aim big, got to feel good throughout the whole situation. We've got got design tree in the chat. We're we're already big time. Uh, Yeah, it's a real person. This is a human. And he's, he doesn't like he doesn't like our producer design tree. Not a fan of our producer, but we love him. Yeah, we love him. But we love him. Kyle. We've had so much go on yes. just this past weekend, mostly in the realm of the of the Eagles game. I saw you were down. You were down at the link. What was the scene kind of like down there when you were uh, when you're hanging out? Well, uh, Michael Barkham wouldn't have liked it. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> I got down there. That's such a rat. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's 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 crazy because like I've tried to have him on a bunch of times. He put our shirt on CSN Live, and then people are like, "Well, you got to be nice to him." I'm like, I don't know. I do jack shit. Nick Sirianni <laughs> wore my shirt. I don't give a fuck. I, thanks for the bottom line. But like, you know, at the end of the day, you coaching football to win or you coaching football to lose. And thank God, in the last couple of weeks, he's been coaching to win, and that'll help with uh, with shirt sales in the end of things. But anyway, we got down only fourth quarter, and dude, the line behind the line at Xfinity was already around the corner, both sides. By the time the fourth quarter was over, like four, four to 5,000 people had to walk by me. Like I had over it, probably 15 to 30 minutes of film before the fourth quarter was over. Wow. So, like leaving the game early shit is like, I, I, I agree with it a lot more if like it's a Sixers game or like a Phillies game, ones that like there's a lot of them. Like what, if yeah. it's like eight to one in the Phillies game, why are you staying to the ninth inning? Eagles games, I go to like one a year, so maybe I'll probably stay even if it's a 26-point blow. But if you're a season ticket holder and you do this every every week, and this is like second nature to you, you've seen them one, you've seen them all. You've seen them blowouts, you've seen blowouts on both sides. So, like, yeah. get the hell out of the stadium. I mean, they have designed it right to get us out of there. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, we've been season ticket holders for a while, and my my dad, the, the impatient person that he was, especially dragging my ass around when I was like 10 years old, like he's like, yeah, let's get the fuck out of here, man. Like, this is terrible. And that's also when the Eagles were like horrible. Yeah. So that was uh, – I, I didn't understand Barkhand's beef with – like you got to do what you got to do. Like, this is – and that's like what I think Philadelphia is. Like, you get your shit done. Like, do what you have to do. Get your shit done. And get the fuck out. Like, There's like 40 yeah. people too. Yeah, like, who cares? <laughs> it wasn't like there was, like, yeah. a mob scene. And there was like, oh, my God, look at these guys. There was, like, 40 guys that, like, left. Yeah, but if I didn't read the caption of the tweet, I wouldn't know what the photo was of. 
I would just yeah. think it was a grainy photo of like the side of the link. And I would be like, okay, Mike, I guess he's an older guy. You know, he doesn't know that the digital zoom impacts picture quality. He doesn't know these things, but clearly he was trying to make a point. And I just wasn't, I wasn't fully about it. I mean, if you, I mean, the traffic is, is horrendous and the game was, the game was over. I mean, we had it well in hand. It got a little dicey towards yeah. the end there, but in terms of the game itself, we had it firmly wrapped up we were fir- we were in control for the majority of the time so like what uh what were you guys seeing out there who were some major players that uh that you thought really impacted the game on sunday that made people leave early i think sean payton was one of them <laughs> kick, kick, <laughs> kicking a field goal down two scores yeah that was bad like who who took over this guy like who does that like sean payton's one of the biggest the best offensive minds in the, in the game. And I think Nick Sirianni outcoached him and outcoached Dennis Allen, who people were trying to talk about having potentially a head coaching job next year. Yeah, I agree. I think for me, it, Jalen Hurts, I mean, he was just the, he was, I mean, we say this, but like it's, he was the quarterback, right? He was the quarterback of that offense. Like he looked like he knew what he was doing out there. He made very few mistakes. Um, and that was, that was awesome. And part of that is because they started running the fucking football again. I mean, like, because it takes, pre- I mean, it takes all the pressure off of him as a second year quarterback, which I still don't, I still don't even think he's a second year quarterback. He's like a one and three quarters quarterback right now. He's not even a full second year quarterback if that. So that's been like my whole mantra the whole year, like trying not to get on him too much, but I thought he looked like a veteran president. And did you see that video that came out today at, out, at in the locker room? Just like that. Yeah. Speech going. Oh, it was a fantastic. It was like maybe like a like a two one or two minute speech like to the team like while they were in the huddle. He was like, "This team is special. Like we got to grind it. It, it." I can I can't do it justice explaining it. You got to watch I, it. It's on. Like, I wish you Twitter. had a producer here to pull it up. Ah. I know, right? Fuck. Hey man, <laughs> semester's coming to a close. Life comes at you fast. Yeah, it's one of those things. You know? yeah. Dude, he's he's so easy to root for, and he's so much fun to root for, and he's such a good dude, and like you like him, and you want to follow him into battle. I'd follow that guy into like a burning building. Yeah. And it's like just be good, please. Just be good. Don't let us get hurt. We were supposed to have that that hick from North Dakota for fifteen years. It was gonna all things were. Pointing towards that, that didn't end up working, man. I just want a guy like Donovan when we were growing up where I could just be like 10, 12 years, I got this guy and I can trust in this guy. Because I think this guy can actually uh, lead us to a Super Bowl. I don't think they're as far as a lot of people think. I really don't. I think that line is short up. I think mm-hmm. the linebackers are short up. Maybe go get some secondary help. Maybe go get uh, another wide receiver threat since Devontae Smith and, and, and Dallas Goddard are the guys we have. Running back by committee, like I really don't think we're that far away. I mean, if Howie, if Howie has a 2018, like he had Super Bowl run, hit on free agents, hit on trades, nothing's crazy anymore. Next year yeah. could be it. That's exactly true, man. Right. It, mm-hmm. That's always been the thing with Jalen Hurts is like we've known, especially after Carson left and we were fully exposed to Jalen Hurts. Like we knew that, like, oh, he's got the attitude to play in this city and be the guy in this city for a long time. It's just oh, the question has always been, does he have the talent? And arm talent, I mean, you can debate it. I'll throw it around average, maybe slightly above average, but that doesn't matter when you're playing in the offense that we've had set up for him. We have a head coach that has made an adjustment and is catering the offense to his his young quarterback, mm-hmm. taking the ball out of his hands. And when the ball is in his hands, he's either making plays on the ground or through the air. Mm-hmm. And just when you don't make him throw the ball 40 times a game. It's like, not only is he, he, he making fewer mistakes, he's making fewer mistakes because there's just fewer opportunities to make it. <laughs> so it's just, we, we were 
talking about Sirianni possibly being a one and done. I mean, I wasn't yeah. advocating for that, but real outlets, real, very yeah. big blue check mark people are like, Sirianni's going to have to go. And I was like, well, let's hold off and see. And mm-hmm. we, at least I held off. And now yeah, I see, right. and I see a guy that has kept highly paid veteran players in it, despite being three and six. You have guys on other teams checking out. You have guys like Fletcher Cox, not Jason Kelsey, because he's a different breed, but. Yeah. Guys that are already making their money, they'll check out if there's if their season looks over. This season looked very over just a couple yeah. of weeks ago, and now that we just see this team playing their ass off, and Kyle, like you said, the line has finally shored up. I mean, this is what happens when you have a healthy offensive line. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, Brandon Brooks got hurt, got hurt, but Dickerson slid right in there, and now we can yeah. run the ball on anybody. I mean, we yeah. took the we took the New Orleans Saints and we ran 200 yards against them, only team to do it at all, and we've yeah. done it twice in the last few years. So you know, yeah, we took the teeth out of that defense. We completely demoralized them in the first half by running the ball like that, and it was really mm-hmm. something special to watch. Yeah, here's the thing with Sirianni. Like, I, I, I agree that I think he's he's looked a lot better the last two, three weeks that that we've seen him. Uh, but I also think that has a lot to do with Jalen Hurts and his his getting better, his like progress in the RPL. He's gotten much better at taking the ball out later and running it himself. He's gotten a lot better at making the read and giving it to the running back and stuff. And that all makes Sirianni look, a, look a lot better, which True. I think should be just in the, in the, in the back of our minds for a little bit there. But I, I don't want to take anything away from him. Cause obviously he's got to still call those plays and he's had enough confidence to trust Jalen hurts when that wasn't working so much earlier in the year. And then now letting him progress and letting him keep doing those plays and stuff. I thought that's, I thought that's been really, really good. So what do you guys think, playoffs? Yeah. Uh, dude, like, come on. Like, we yeah. can't do this. We had him pick Brian. Yeah, we, we can. Do we oh can absolutely God. do this. We pick, Why can't we, we do this again? We can be 11 and 6. <laughs> then we're going to pick him to go That's to the playoffs good. after they're That's 4 and good. 5. Sam, you're in the why right. are you saying this? You're in the right. You're in the right right there. Who goes in? Who wants to be the Lions and go into a season like like before every season? I find ten wins. I'll find ten wins. I'll find yeah, them. That's what I do. It doesn't matter if if it's going to happen or not. I'll find them. I'll pick them apart. And if you found eleven and six, I love you, Sam. That's that's amazing. <laughs> because like, who goes into a season being like, ah, yeah, they're gonna be four and twelve. Uh, let's go root for a four and twelve fucking team. Who wants to do that? No. Nobody. Yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you're in the right. No, Sam, always find ten wins. We found we found them. Our it was funny because we got finished like uh, when we went game by game through the schedule, and I think I had ten and seven, and he had an eleven to six, or or, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. I don't fully remember, but. Uh, yeah. Especially partially just because I thought it was so insane that it doesn't even matter, especially in retrospect. Exactly. We're like, did we really have 10 wins for these guys? Yeah. But looking at the schedule now, and I said it to John Jansen yesterday, and I'll say it again, I don't see a loss on the schedule moving forward. Oh. Is that like, is that insane? Like, I mean, week 18 against Dallas, you know, that could be a toss up. That could be a game for the division if they lose two games out of their next six. But we don't get on a plane. This is the Amtrak special from here on out. We're playing New York teams. We're playing divisional yep. games. And the teams aren't that good that we're playing until wow. we get to Dallas. Yeah. And they're coming You're to right. our house in January. And we run I'm the football just as well as they do. I'm I looking think. at it right now. now. We do. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It goes Giants, Jets, football team, Giants, football team, Cowboys. That's absurd. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? How did we think in preseason? We said we were like, this is might be the easiest second half schedule ever. Yeah. And that's exactly what we found ourselves in. And it's 
and it was funny because the first few weeks of the season, we were like, oh my God, this is the worst team ever. Everyone's got to get, well, not everybody, but you know, people were saying that that was a dominating the conversation. But then now we're like, oh man, we can make the playoffs. It's like, yeah, because the schedule is not absolutely brutal anymore. Yeah. And the fact that we're going to have, you know, guys that have been injured, not having to get on planes, not having to fly anywhere. I mean, you can rate that however, however much. Yeah. Why is the plane thing a big thing? Is it because like, if you have an injury, it flares up or something. You just don't want to go through TSA pre-check. Like what's, what's going on that like planes are a big deal. Definitely TSA pre-check, I think, is a pain in the ass, especially for these big guys. They got to squeeze the machine. <laughs> but <laughs> the altitude may have something to do with it. But also just if you're going and playing West Coast games, six-hour flight, three-hour uh, difference in a week, like oh, as a sleep. professional athlete, yeah. grinding your body to dust, essentially, over 10 years of your career. I mean, for the back half of your season, you just get, you know, you get on a nice uh, Biden-funded Amtrak ride <laughs> down to D.C. That's true. Life. It's that not is bad. True. They just signed that infrastructure bill. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yep. I mean, the upgrades are going to be absurd. And I'm sure they're going to We love getting late. political on the Wolves of Brussels. <laughs> we yeah, do. Yeah. We occasionally get political. But so yeah, like, I, if, I, they go, if they go one and seven, well, how many games we got left? What is that? Week 11? We got six more left. They go one and six, and they're all Amtrak games. Then what the fuck do we make about planes now? No more. Ah. No, we got to put the guys on trains and they just go cross country. Buses. Like yeah. three days. Buses they get the full bus out of Drexel University and they f- ship down that way. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? Like, yeah, can man. you imagine Fletcher Cox sitting on a bus for like 24 hey, if it's a hours? Nice bus, man. Get them like a few different tour buses. Oh you know, God, just dude. really and make them electric. Do like a whole partnership with Tesla. You're making an ass load of money, Jeff. I know he listens. I, I know it. Jeff tunes into oh, the live show. God. Cloud. You don't think we're going to lose that uh, Cowboys game at the end of the year? I mean, it's home, and they're on a slide right now, but... It'll whoa, definitely whoa. depend. Yeah, this whole slide on the Cowboys shit, like, I don't understand it. Like, I know they lost to the Broncos. All right, fine. They just put up 46 points against the Falcons, like, last week. Yeah. They, they played against Mahomes in Arrowhead. It's like, yeah. I'm okay. That defense looks awesome. But the best mm-hmm. thing in the world is that, like, Mike McCarthy finally has a good defense, or the Cowboys finally have a good defense, and Mike McCarthy's going to ruin it. I mean, he kicked a field goal... Oh, was it fourth and five on the 12? It's like you're playing against Patrick Mahomes, dude. You're not playing against Nick Sirianni and the Eagles. You got to, that's got to be uh, a four down territory right there in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm not really, I'm not ready to, to, to uh, throw the Cowboys in the fire yet. Um, but I'm hoping that like there are, there are weird like seven and four or not seven and four, but there are weird like third seed, four seed where like the last game doesn't mean anything. They can't get home field advantage, but they can't drop a spot. So maybe they, we play Cooper Rush. Yeah, Cooper Rush would want to know though. It's true, but here's the thing. I mean, you look back to the year we won the Super Bowl. That that last game against the Cowboys, six nothing, freezing cold. It could end up just being one of those where they've locked up the one seed yeah. in the NFC, and they're like, you know what? We'll see if we play them in the playoffs. Yeah. So be it. And mm-hmm. we see Cooper Rush, and they hand the ball off, not even to Tony Pollard. They're 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 throwing practice squad guys out there, and we we eke out something when it's ten degrees. Mm-hmm. And that could be what puts us over and into the wild card. And I mean, here's the thing: we can lose one of our remaining games, I think, and still make the playoffs. Now that we beat the Saints, if wow. we lose one, we can, we can only lose one. You think? So? I think the I think the wild card spot could be possible. I, I think it could know. be possible. That, if, but if that means that means putting all of our chips into other teams' baskets. And I don't, I don't like that though. Yeah, I that's I why like I think we either. can win out. I do yeah. think we can win out with the schedule with the because I mean we're playing the NFC East. Mm-hmm. And but sure. it, the Heine King is the Heine King. He's yeah, very. Dude, I, 
I he's like very Farvian, very Brett Farvian. He's fucking gritty. He's a gunslinger. What he is. Yeah, he's gritty. He's so good. I mean, he not so good. That was that was the wrong use of the word good. Um, <laughs> he can win. He can win you games. I, mm. I, now the that, ultimate uh, game manager who tore his ACL on Washington, uh, the second overall pick. Uh, Chase Young. Chase Young. And yeah. uh, what's his name? Montez Sweat's on the IR right now. But like, mm-hmm. I still, I, I, the Heine King, FedEx Field, that shitty turf worries me yeah. there. I think they do drop one. I think they split with the Giants and, and the uh, and, and Washington. And I, uh, I still think they can get in going four and two. When was the last time we lost to the Giants? I don't remember. I feel last, like we've been 2 0 against them. Did we lose them last year? Yeah, we did. It was demoralizing. Yeah, we, we beat them on the Thursday night football game when Evan Ingram missed, uh, dropped that catch, and then we lost them later in the season, right? Oh, yeah. I thought we were two and zero against them for forever. I don't know. No, why, we but... it it was for quite a while, but it was it, a very it, forgettable it game, Sam. Very forgettable. Yeah, yeah. The back half of that season of last season, I couldn't tell you. I only remember when we pulled Jalen Hurts, and even then, I like once we pulled him, I was like, okay, Doug's mm-hmm. thrown in the towel. I might as yeah. well throw in the towel. Let me mm-hmm. see what other games are on right now. <laughs> like, I don't think I remember past the Rams game, and that was. Like, I don't either, dude. I that was such a weird year. Yeah. Like, ugh, bleh. no Carson, fans in the state. Like nobody, nobody gave a shit. Was... Carson thrown to the Hawaiian linebacker, and he returned it for a pick six against the Cleveland Browns. That's the last. Oh, one. that's right. Taki Taki, yeah. That back, that like lob pass into the bread basket, beautiful. That's the last. I remember. I, I have a great story about that. I was coming back. I was living in New Jersey at the time with a bunch of my friends from school just because we didn't want to be living at home for online school. Love and it. I signed up I signed up for this like Sandlot baseball league because I, I play college baseball Love here. It. I wanted to stay in shape. So I signed up for this Sandlot league that like a bunch of other kids from all different kinds of schools were in. And I was the only – and we played two games on Sundays. And I was like, okay, like that's fine, I guess. Whatever. I'm going to miss like some football. I'll just listen to it on the radio on the way back. We, I was the only catcher on my team. I had to catch for 18 innings. Shit. And I came back, and I got back just in time. I was listening to it on the radio, and I got back just in time for that fucking interception by Taki Taki, and I immediately <laughs> turned it off. I was like, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Fuck this. Are you, uh, are you playing Connie Mack? Were you playing Connie Mack ball? No, I, it was like college-level baseball. Like, oh. it was – I play – Division three baseball. Are we talking like uh, uh, what's that movie with Freddie Prince Jr.? You might be too young. Summer Catch. Like he's in like the Cape Cod League back in the day. Like the I've never seen that movie, but I yeah, I thought I've seen a lot of the baseball movies. I guess I haven't seen that one. That's not like '98. Mike Lieberthal's in it. Um, where you play it now? I go to Dickinson College. It's like Love it. I went to Washington College for a hot second. Did you really? No yeah. shit. That's played, crazy. Played basketball 100 for the field. Yeah, I go yeah. to Dickinson. Never missed hey, a shot. He's a, Sam's a hundred percent from the plate. I'm, I'm bad a thousand in my college career. I'm four for four. <laughs> I'm one what for are we one. Do? We got we, we got both Mister Perfects on the same yeah. podcast. We ju- we're just now finding this out. Seamus, clip this. Add this to the highlights. When, yeah, when that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean your your slugging percentage, your your OBP is probably nuts. My per forty numbers are insane. We would be like. We could feel that. Oh, we, we're Centennial Conference uh, yeah. freaking Hall of Famers. Yeah. City of Champions. I mean, <laughs> come on. That's great. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, that interception, like, I, I, it was just the cherry on top of my day. Right. I was like, I'm exhausted. Come home, watch the birds, and, like, that happens. I'm like, get, get this off my screen. Like, I'm, I'm done. Go to sleep. <laughs> where, where are you guys on Jalen as, like, a my guy or, like, a franchise guy? I like him. I do. I think uh, he could. I think he could be. I think he could be the guy. 
I do. Just because, and I think he's got a lot of room. He's got a lot of he's got a lot to improve on. But he's got, I think he's got a really high ceiling. And you got like a comp, a comparison, like oh. not, like not even like a comparison, like a body body. I'm a big cross racial comparison guy. I think that's okay. what we should do. It's 2021. I mean, I don't think yeah, we should compare Tyler Hero <laughs> to like Larry Bird anymore. We should compare like Tyler Hero to like Donovan Mitchell. Or something like that. Um, if I gave you like Eli Manning, if, if if he had the same kind of career that Eli Manning had, obviously he's two Super Bowls, or yeah. like even like an Andy Daltonish kind of career, where like Andy Dalton for a while was like actually kind of a good quarterback. He like, or like Donovan McNabb or like, McNabb. He kind of gives me McNabb vibes. I'm That's not gonna fine. lie to you. Yeah, like you'd be happy with that, right? Like, yeah, I would be. Mm, if get he to a Super, Super Bowl, Bowl, get some yeah, playoff get appearances. Bowl, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fringe Hall of Famer. Like, yeah, that's the best thing about him is, and and you guys can correct me if you're wrong. Like, actually, I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna pose you this question: What's more important to this city if you're a quarterback, the talent or being able to handle the city of Philadelphia? What's more important to being a, a star quarterback for the Eagles? You think? I mean, uh, if you can handle it, yeah. You're, I mean, but you're just if you're not good, if it comes down to it, and the city realizes that you're just not it it doesn't matter how well you can handle it. But okay. I do think in terms of the attitude talent ratio, I think Jalen has the ability mm-hmm. to succeed in Philadelphia and genuinely become, because it, he's still young. He's still developing. Like Sam said, he's not even played a full two seasons. He could really become a guy that's, that sticks around for a long time in Philly and that the fans mm-hmm. don't hate for a yeah. long time. I mean, I'm sure there's a point we'll turn on him. I mean, everybody, it always happens. Yeah. Tales old as <laughs> time. But it hasn't happened yet, and I'm sure I, I have a feeling that if he stays on this trajectory and he still carries himself the way that he is, and he continues yeah. to improve and work on his game, unlike you know some people, uh, then we're going to continue <laughs> to love him, and he's going to stick See, around for a long. And time. that's where and that's where I'm going to take the opposite stance because <laughs> and, and because I it's exactly where I was going, Ryan. It's exactly where I was going because you could be if you're bad, like if you're bad. But you have like a solid, you have a solid attitude, like Jalen Hurts does. Like nobody's gonna care. Like you'd be like, all right, let's just like get rid of him, and then it wouldn't yeah. be a big deal. And then you move on. But now it's a whole fucking thing with this guy with ben, with Ben Simmons, <laughs> and it's it's like a reality TV show. It's and I insane. Myself, Sam, yeah. I'm down at the stadium, and I'm like, hey, what do you think of the game? Yeah, Jalen Hurts, franchise quarterback, Eagles look good. Nick Sirianni's three and one, just a flower analogy. So you got anything else? Like, yeah, fuck Ben Simmons. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> No, thank you. What are we doing, dude? It's I hate that guy. I can't. St- I can't <laughs> yeah. stand Ben Simmons. I mean, I've it's great for me. His... Don't get me wrong, but like, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. It's it's the clicks are just concept. through the roof. Oh my god, stuff. it's great. But I hate him, and so that's why I, that's where I stand. Like, I think being able to handle the city is helps you out much more in terms of like being bad. Like, I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is bad, but like it's gonna help him. Like, if he if he turns bad, I think it's gonna help him a lot that he's got like those intangibles that Ben Simmons does mm-hmm. not have. Mm-hmm. So I think that I looking at it pretty pessimistically, but I think that that's like that's a pretty good a pretty good argument. I'll say one thing. I just I love Jalen and I'll ride with him. But if I hear one more you take a deuce, you gotta look at it and flush <laughs> it. I'm I'm out. Like I was in the Uber home from Temple, I was on the, I was at Baxi's on campus, and I left after the third quarter of that Dallas game. And then I saw what he was saying, and I was just like, "No!" I was like, "This can't be real." <laughs> I was like, "A few two dollar high lives too many," and I was ready to just be like, "This guy needs to go now." <laughs> Week three, but then I, you know, I sobered up. I woke up the next morning and I figured it out. But the I'm, I'm content with what we got. Yeah. Go 
No, you're, yeah, man. Just the analogies have been have been interesting, but yeah. we've kind of figured it out now. I think the team have Sirianni's flower analogy. I mean, I call him Sativa, Sativa Sirianni because he just seemed stoned out of his mind. But I, I do think the team is behind him, and I do think we are going to make a push here. So, mm-hmm. final verdict right here: yes or no playoffs, gentlemen? Yes, Sam. yes, playoffs. yes. All right, ding there ding ding. Beautiful. It's a sure thing. Uh-huh. You want to know what else is a sure thing, Sam? Tell me. The, the quality service at Wide Plank Floor Supply. Uh, this <laughs> is a what a segue. Thank you so much. This is going to go right into the doghouse. Brought to you by, of course, Wide Plank Floor Supply. Visit their website at www.wideplankfloorsupply. If it's wide, they've got it. Check out their showroom in King of Prussia. They got floor-to-ceiling planks out there. Whose dad owns this company? It would be mine. I knew there had to be one. I love that. Actually, you know what? Fuck me for not knowing that, Sam. You look like a, a carpenter's son. <laughs> I, I i'm taking that as a full-on compliment take it is yeah. dude i am terrible with my hands i had a girlfriend one time she's like well do you not want to like ever fix things like be no i was like no that's why i want to be rich enough that i can hire people to fix things like your father then you should tell you should call her <laughs> and you should you should have called her sexist and you should have said that that was gender roles and that's not okay I agree. why don't you become a bricklayer sarah yeah. so that's not yeah. the point the point is they have quality quality wood for quality pricing <laughs> I want to go. I want to, I'm going to say this. I'm going to go last because I feel like you might have mine and, but I have a backup. One of you might have mine. So I'm going to go last. Kyle, I'll let you lead off here. Who you got in the dog houses? Mine's easily temple football. Uh, Ryan, I'm sure you can probably (laughs) understand this one. Uh, Rob Carey has, has lost the locker room even before uh, they were back. They were back for one week from Memphis to Cincinnati, then Cincinnati rolled on them 52 to three. And then they became not back again. Um, Temple football. Like there's, there's guys named Iverson now coming out. He used to, he was a guy named Iverson. He was supposed to be one of their best players. He's a transfer from Florida. He was a running back supposed to be, you know, a, a real key to the offense this year. He got like kicked off the team. Then he's saying how Rod Carey's basically an asshole. Then he was talking about how the strength coach took his headshot and put it in his locker. And every time he opened up his locker, the the strength coach's headshot was in there when he was getting his cleats and everything. Just really weird strength coach shit. Like it's just it's, it's strength coaches are so weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. It just yeah. you, you can't you can't have it. You can't have the Midwest guys coming to a Northeast school uh, like Temple and being able to recruit and being able to connect with the guys and everything. There's a reason why Dewan Mathis is now in the transfer portal. There's a reason why five other key guys are in the transfer portal. I mean, it's just the transfer portal is little littered with with temple football guys. And uh, I actually think temple football should kind of be like a rehab facility for like once promising coaches like Dan Mullen right now. Oh yeah. Dan Mullen comes up really right. Like he should come up when a couple 10 game seasons get college game day here. When we play Oklahoma in like 2024, go out and get get a power five game, power five gig after that. And and let's go, let's not be a stepping stone. Let's be like a rehab facility for once promising coaches. Uh, that that would be nice that would be nice because it's been it's been getting tiring just having quality guys like i mean matt rule wound up in the nfl so you weren't there during the prime years were you no see i was it was Uh, awesome like uh, honestly like like temple notre dame 
like a top 10 sports moment of my life. Like 10 sacks against Christian Hackenberg. So sad. Top 10 sports moment of my life. I was at that game. That game was awesome, wasn't it? That was incredible. Yeah. And I, I love the Temple fans. Like they stuck them wow. up in the corner, just going absolutely nuts. And exactly. Like, and you can build off this because if you don't know, like if you didn't know, like half the city is run by Temple grads and sports media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, Temple football can be good. They should go independent, blah, blah, blah. Basketball should go back to the A-10 or the Big East or something, but that's a whole other conversation. John Rostein's pushing that right now. There you go. Yeah, man. Good one. Temple football absolutely does, belongs in the doghouse. I had a weird moment on campus. I saw a guy, I mean, I didn't recognize him, but he was wearing, like, all Temple football sweats and backpacks. He had a guy on the phone. He was like, I don't know, man, but he's going in the transfer portal. And I was like, <laughs> who could he oh possibly be? As I'm walking to the train, and I'm just like, Holy shit! But I, I didn't say anything. I was like, maybe I misheard him. But then people are left and right ended up in the transfer portal. I'm like, oh my god, it's absurd, man. That's great, oh. Ryan. Good, buddy. Yeah, man. In the in the doghouse this week, I've got uh, I've got number ninety two for the New Orleans Saints, Marcus Davenport. Uh, I mean, I don't know what you think you're doing, but you're not doing it. Simply <laughs> put, I mean, you're yeah. I mean, not a laid hit, not a late hit out of bounds on Jalen Hurts. Not a hit, but definitely a not cool shove. Mm-hmm. Who classified as that? And of course, Mylotta gets up in his face, and then they keep going back and forth the whole game. And then he eventually picks a fight with Mylotta. And I'm just like, dude, I don't like this. Isn't like Roman gladi- gladiatorial games. Nobody wants to see anybody die on the field today. Like we we all want you to go home safe and be healthy. Yeah. I don't need like my left tackle to have blood on his hands. But that yeah. easily could have happened if things continued to escalate. And he kept, like, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> he kept laughing like it was funny. And I'm like, dude, your life is at risk right now. You do not understand. Yeah. Like he's wrestled alligators or crocodiles, crocodiles. I he's or he's wrestled yeah. crocodiles. I'm sure. So I yeah. think he can deal with the guy. And when I do, uh, another thing I love about Davenport, he's like six, 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 two sixty, yeah. and my lot is six eight, three sixty. So he's got two inches <laughs> and hundred pounds on him. He's like, yeah, I'll fight this guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. No. That's How- like the more. That's like the Morris brothers trying to fight the Jokic <laughs> brothers. Like, that was crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's a song in Serbia called My Father is a War Criminal, and the Morris brothers want to fight those guys. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> it's just not going to work out well. I, I never will fight a Serbian just because I see I saw War Dogs with Jonah Hill. <laughs> Serbian yeah. anger is a different type of anger. It's dangerous. Yeah. How Anything awesome was it they, uh, they didn't call a penalty on that My Lot of Davenport stuff? They, let, they just let the boys play. That was yeah. awesome. That, that was, was football right football. there. Yeah. That's yeah. what football should be. It's but like, then they threw the they threw the flag on that roughing the passer, and then yeah. but then we got we got something great out of it. We got a new Philadelphia legend, whoever that I don't know her name, but it's new. It's a new clip that we can all use. So like, her I, name's I'll Mayor. Take, her name's Mayor. It's Mary Kate. Yeah, Mary, Mary Kate. Kate. Yeah, from Havertown. Okay, Mary Kate from Havertown. That's so great. The old oh stomping grounds. Yeah. For yeah. <laughs> some reason, the Northeast and Delco love hyphenating the first names. It's, I don't yeah. know what it is. Everyone, it, Mary Pat, Mary Kate, Mary. I got a Aunt Marianne. Ellen, so Marianne. Like, <laughs> yeah. you from the Northeast too, Sam? Well, no, I'm. Uh, oh. I grew up in Darby. <laughs> oh, okay, Delco guy. Like yeah, that. the the, uh, the Delco, the Delco Northeast. Our producer has joined. The there Delco is. Northeast, oh. like beef that the that I see semi exists. Is upsetting to me because I'm like I feel like there's a lot of commonalities that could be found. But they're kissing cousins, I, exactly. And it's like, why are you guys beefing? Like you guys are. It, I think it's because it's like looking in a mirror. And then- <laughs> <laughs> like you, know, you, you, like little brother, big brother. I don't know who little brother. I don't know who big brother is. I would not want to be little brother. I'll tell you that. 
No, <laughs> if you're the Six little brother seven. in that relationship. <laughs> Oof. Oh, Anyways, I'm going to do my doghouse now. Do um, it. I'm going to go with uh, neither of you said mine. So I'm going to I had to keep the backup in my in my back pocket, which is pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to go with Michael ba- or not Michael Bar- Glenn Mack now. I'm oh. going to go with Glenn Mack now for uh, absolutely predicting wrongly the career path of Darius Slay and then <laughs> Darius Slay absolutely sticking it to him by standing up in front of the whole crowd and giving a nice like. Are you entertained? Are you not entertained? That was perfect. That was awesome. Two pick sixes in two games. Are you kidding me? That's exactly what we paid for. Let's go. He's going to be an all pro. Yep. Absolutely. Which is wild. Mm-hmm. Not what people expected. I mean, I, I expected really- him to be shut down, maybe Pro Bowl <laughs> nod, but he's le- legitimately one of, if not the best corner in the league. And I mean, people like to talk about Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. You know, he, you know, he turns the ball over a lot, but for every pick, he gets burnt. I've never, I've never personally never seen Darius Slay get burnt. I personally yeah. haven't seen it. I've seen him get, yeah. I've seen him get mossed a couple times by elite receivers and Devontae Adams and DK Metcalf, but I've mm-hmm. never seen Darius Slay be made to look a fool on the football yeah. field. That's a good I've point. just never seen it. And it happens to corners every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. I mean, we have so much tape on that. Oh my yeah. God. Bradley Fletcher alone. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Byron Maxwell. No, oh. human toast. toast. Yeah, <laughs> I'll never forget after one of those games, Byron Maxwell at the podium, and it's just a piece of burnt toast <laughs> photoshopped back there. <laughs> yeah, man. I think I. I mean, Mac now definitely. He definitely, you know, fumbled the bag on that one. Yeah, I mean, he did. He just was like, you know what? Let me bank on every DB ever in Philadelphia being bad. I'm like, you can't. It's not going to happen every time, right? It can't be. The law of averages, right? Like, come on. We got to get one at some point. It's like ESP with the starting quarterbacks. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, ESP. (laughs) He started on that guy, man. Rage. So much rage. He's been – he's a – he's he's one I forgot about, right? He's been a doghouse mainstay for for a while, along with Gabe Kapler um, and Klentak. I think ESP is right. I think ESP is right up with the two of them. He's know. close. He's close. Yeah. yeah, it hasn't been a while just because we've had like positive things to talk about and other people to mm-hmm. be mad at. Yeah. But I mean, if this Eagles team keeps going and he starts telling people to pump the brakes, I'm not holding back. Don't no. tell me to pump the brakes, you son of a bitch. Don't tell me. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I feel like his finger hasn't been over the 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 new codes lately. I feel like he's kind of taken it back a little bit because he went so full gung ho on Carson Wentz. And I feel like he was like, I have to at least let this one blossom. Yeah, he's yeah, like, let me did. take a moment. Yeah, and let me. Yeah. It's it's like betting and winning money, and then betting it all away. It's like you can't do it. You're like, all right, I got this one. Let me hold back and let me assess the situation for a bit. The, let me not lose it all. The thing is, too, where it was like, man, Elliot was right this whole time. You know how yeah. easy it is to talk about uh, first round draft picks being busts. Yeah, like quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. More first round quarterbacks are bust than they are working out. Look at Baker Mayfield. That guy might lose out on a hundred million dollars this year. Not that he's a bust or anything, but he's also got a torn yeah. labrum. But like you know, we thought he was. We were some people were crowning Cleveland Browns Super Bowl champions before, before the uh, season even started. It is sure. so easy, so easy to mm-hmm. say a quarterback's not going to live up to his second overall pick grade. It's yeah, true. you're right. You know what we else? Jared is Goff. Easy, Sam. <laughs> Jared Goff. There you go. It's perfect. <laughs> hey, you see what happens when Jared Goff leaves L.A. Oh man, that was terrible. Yeah. That was terrible. Is is Tim Boyle, Doyle, whatever the fuck his name is, is he not the worst quarterback to ever start an NFL football game? I don't even know who that is. 
See, there you go. He, <laughs> I think it he, might be. Uh, he played at UConn and and had negative 122 rush yards in his college career. Huh? <laughs> How did he get an NFL jersey? That's an anomaly. Probably like That's... a Dan Orlovsky thing where he went to UConn and Dan Orlovsky probably vouched for him to the Lions. Oh my God, it That's works, terrible. man. I mean, you got to play your connections. That's 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 what football is all about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You think you guys got wide playing floor supply to sponsor this thing? It's hey, true. It's there true. you go. It's all about speaking who you know. Of, speaking of wide playing floor supply, <laughs> this has been the doghouse brought to you by Wide Playing Floor Supply. Visit their website at www.wideplayingfloorsupply.com. Get a recommendation for a contractor. Get a quote. Wide Playing Floor Supply. If it's wide, they've got it. That ad read has never gotten old. It is my favorite part of the show. And it always will be. <laughs> I just noticed this thing in the banner. Carpets are just one large community sock. Oh my god! <laughs> that that I is just a, noticed that. That is how long has that been in there, Seamus? Oh my Seamus god! Probably just added it. He had an interesting. Oh, he just did. Okay, that's good. That I love it. He plugged wide plank floor supply on hinge, and it got him a match. We'll just <laughs> make it. No way. Yeah, when it works, it works, man. That's all about who you know. Yeah, man. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So it's good stuff. What do, we, oh. do we have to talk about the Sixers now, Ryan? We do, really Sam. Do we do. It's been yeah. tough. It's been a tough West Coast trip. It doesn't matter in the long run, though. I mean, it does. But we have seen some bright spots, mm-hmm. particularly, of course, Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. I mean, he's won James Barain's uh, Sixer of the Week for like a month straight now, it yeah, seems I'm like. He had to change it. Yams had to switch it up today. Yams, we made him yeah. switch it because it was yeah. going to be Tyrese Maxey again. We were like, no, it has to be somebody else. But that's how good Tyrese Maxey's <laughs> been. I mean, he's been like a most improved player kind of guy. He's been a legitimate NBA point guard. I mean, maybe he doesn't have to be a point guard his whole career because he is more naturally a two. He's just such a talented scorer. It's almost a shame to shackle him with playmaking abilities but or responsibilities, but – He's making it all work right now. So I really been impressed. How you guys seeing Tyrese so far this season? I mean, he's put the weight of the world on his shoulders. I mean, like you go from having like Ben Simmons, like the number one overall draft pick as a point guard. And then you go to a second year player. It's it's I love how sometimes Philadelphia sports just line up perfectly. And just, because now we have a second year quarterback and a, and a second year point guard, both killing it right now. And I think that that's just a, I think that, that that's great. And like you said, I don't think he I don't think he needs to be a point guard for the, the rest of his career. If we get if we get a blue chip point guard down the road, we can easily move him over and he can still do his thing. Like it's not going to be detrimental to his career. So I think mm-hmm. that's a really good pickup. And I've been saying we've been saying this for forever, Ryan. If there was if we didn't have COVID, yeah, there it is. Sixers, Sam Gladden, Sixers expert. Um it's a good if breakdown. we didn't have yeah, man. If we didn't have COVID, I'm telling you, he would have been a top eight pick. Because he would have had an NCAA tournament to prove himself, and we wouldn't be talking about Tyrese Maxey right now. But the fact that we got him at 21 is a freaking miracle. I don't know how that happened. A lot of weird things went into that. Mike Buscala hitting that three at the end of the at the end of the season yeah. to get us that pick. Yeah, so a lot weird. of a lot of weird things. Um, Mike Buscala. He's he's oh Tyrese Maxey could he could be a top five athlete in this city. Just the personality, just the ultimate like just good guy you you, you want to like behind like probably like hurts and bead bryce harper i don't know anybody on hockey i don't really follow hockey so you can throw in a fourth and then i'll put tyrese maxi connect me how about that bam yeah he's okay. fine hockey, yeah. Sure. good player sure. cam yeah, atkinson if he if he puts up 50 goals this year um 
He's been launching, though, in the last seven games, Tyrese Maxey. 17 yeah. shots a game. I mean, he's doubled production year over year. If you look at his numbers, man, and, and I think it's it's field goals attempt, field goals made, uh, points, steals, blocks, assists, just double. I mean, obviously, he's playing 20 more minutes a game than he was last year. But, I mean, to put that on your second-year point guard, 35 minutes a game when everything is going on right now with, you know, one of his, like, they, him and Ben have the same agent. Uh, the mm. COVID stuff and everything. I mean, I think people forget since it's been, it feels like Joel Embiid hasn't played in like 20 games. We were 8-2 mm. and two and beat the second team in the East, the Chicago Bulls, twice in the same week. I mean, this is a good Sixers team. And the fact that like Ben Simmons doesn't want to come back and play when everything that Markel Fultz was supposed to be is what Tyrese Maxey is. And he could play the nice, Ben Simmons could play the nice like Draymond Green spot where he doesn't have to do much, doesn't have to shoot much, can set, you know, screens in the half court. He can you know, facilitate in the open uh, and on the fast break and yeah. open gaps. Like, this is, I can't believe he doesn't want to come back and play. Like, just take Get your lumps. Take your, take your lumps. Take your lumps early. Sam, even you. If they went on a four-game win streak, Ben Simmons playing pretty well, Joel Embiid comes out and says, hey, Sam, Sam Glavin 06 tweets at you. He goes, hey, Sam, <laughs> give him a second chance. If only Joel if Joel, only if Joel Embiid asked <laughs> right. me. Right. No, but nobody else. Only right. if Joe. Only if Joe asked me. That's right. that's it. Yeah, man. It makes no sense, really, because you take a look at. I mean, the first couple years of Ben's career. I mean, did we do a great job of building around him? No, but we didn't fully know what was what we had. But we've really, in the last few years, especially last year, even this year, you just take a look at the team construction. It's built for a guy like Ben Simmons to slot in perfectly. We have a seven foot two guy that can hit threes at a 35 to 40 percent clip that most teams don't have that. So the the whole idea that he would have to it, it, this team would benefit his game so much right now. Let Tyrese score. Let Ben facilitate. Get Joel's ass down on the block. Kick him out to the corner every once in a while. This could be a, a really good team. And what's great is what's great is that it is. It already is without Ben Simmons. It's a really good team. It's a playoff team without Ben Simmons. Championship contender with him now. That's the sad part. That's the part. That's the thing is that this team is better with Ben Simmons. But only if Ben Ben Simmons wants to be there. And if Ben Simmons wants to be great. And I don't, I mean, there's all these questions. And people are right to question whether or not he wants, I mean, he obviously doesn't want to be there. But you can also question whether or not he wants to be great because this is really the best situation for him, I think, in the league probably for him to be in. And he doesn't want to be there. It's like, Sam, what more do you want? Have you have you seen the dickhead shirts down at the link <laughs> that they're selling? Yeah, awesome. I feel like you need. I feel like you need one. I think he I does. need one too. I, really I gotta get like down to the link first. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you need to come back from Dickinson one one weekend. I know you guys are in Bumblefuck or wherever the hell you are. Yeah, like <laughs> come back down. Wow. Yeah, and uh, and get a Ben Simmons dickhead shirt and put that to use. They're beautiful, that, man. They're crushing yeah, it down there right I now. Think that would be. I think that would. I think Top sellers, man. Hey, I mean, uh, Seamus, Seamus G and Ryan Conway, uh, Christmas is coming up. Just just throwing that out there. You make a good point, Sam. I'll keep yeah. my eye out. Yeah. Check the- <laughs> Christmas is a coming. Yeah. And don't say you don't have any cash on you because they take Venmo now too, all they right? They do. You sit oh, beggar. my God. No, that, that was like the best excuse in the world. Oh, sorry, it's gone. No cash. Just wait until homeless people start taking Venmo. Then you're God, all fucked. Damn it. <laughs> That's the worst news. Yeah, man. It's it's the that's modern technology for you. Mm-hmm. It's what God that's what we're that's what society's becoming. God that's meta. That's what meta was about. Meta. Let homeless people get Venmo. 
<laughs> in an that's alternate Mark universe. Zuckerberg's, that's yeah. Zuckerberg's final vision. Yeah, and then sell all, all the homeless person's data online to other. Oh yeah, to, uh, I mean, and then they be, and then they become homeless again. Yes, <laughs> it's yes. a it's a whole cycle. It's a whole cycle. <laughs> it's, it's like trading places to, to enrich one man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness gracious. Let's let's let's, let's, let's keep talking sixes here for a second. Yeah, I guess. That's so. Joel Embiid might come back later this week. But in the meantime, we've had some quality minutes out of the young Charles Bassey, who we picked like in the 50s. I was like, all right, that's a nothing pick. This mean, this doesn't mean a damn thing to me. And it took forever to get him signed. I'm like, what the hell is he holding out for? Just signed an NBA contract. He got drafted like 53rd. But now he's come out to play, and I'm like, okay, we might have something here. I mean, we might have like another Tony Bradley-type player that – you know, we could have a young third big man off the bench, you know, give yeah. Andre good, Drummond good for him. and Joel yourself. Support. Good for him. Bet on Bet yourself. On yeah. Do it. Good for him. I mean, Love I don't that. know if he ended up folding. I don't know what the rule like, – I don't know <laughs> yeah, the, I don't the know. whole story. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, who saw that coming? Who saw – fit? I mean, we, we drafted a guy – what was it? Like 30th, 29th, Jaden Springer, whoever the hell that kid is. I don't know. I mean, and he's not seen a lick of playing time, but Charles Bass. Yeah, we got, got Matisse in the second round. round. I don't know what number pick. Right. No, we got him like 22nd overall. No, oh, I thought he was in the, the second round. round. No, he was not. Oh, no. shit. I mean, that, Sorry. That's, I mean, that's the thing with the NBA is like once you get out of the lottery, it's all pretty much the second round. I get like, yeah, you're more like, often yeah. than not. Yeah, it's over it, Boston, it, which was really nice. Oh, yeah. That was great. And we tri- – it was the Carson Edwards – like, yeah, I didn't want a 5'11 scorer from Purdue. Yeah, like Romeo <laughs> Langford I think was in that one too or something like that. Yeah. Oh, God. Any, um, any Sixers player that pisses off Chris Heck – I don't know if you remember this. Charles Bassey was the first one to leak the the Sixers spectrum uniforms. Any Sixers player that pisses off Chris Hack is a is a friend of mine. So <laughs> I love Charles Bassey. That's great. I didn't know that he leaked it. That's so funny. He leaked he the did. Ben Simmons spectrum jersey. Yeah, it's like on a Snapchat. That was like before he signed. I think. <laughs> either either signed. Like, right? <laughs> See, I was wondering if that was like why he wasn't signed. It's like, hey, you're a fucking idiot, and you're like not even signed right now, and you're like leaking, goddamn. Uh, Seamus <laughs> says bargaining tool. <laughs> Added a couple Leverage. zeros. Yeah. Like, I will mm. leave these jerseys. And then Chris Heck on the whole marketing campaign. Like, 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 oh man, just wait a couple days, couple days till we leak, till we uh, put these out. It's like, is he an idiot? Does he not have social media? Like, we all know what it looks like. Yeah. Like, just post it at that point. Just figure it out. Night. And I get you have like a whole thing that you were planning on, but sometimes things don't go to plan, Chris. Sometimes you just got to adapt. Everything's a marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why can't people, it just be a cool jersey? Yeah, people, people are going to buy Popeyes? it. Are people going to Popeyes for the Megan the Stallion sauce? I I haven't gone to a Popeyes yet for the Megan the Stallion sauce. I haven't no. even gone to Popeyes I, for the chicken sandwich yet. I haven't so gone I, for I the Travis Scott burger. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I saw that. Somebody showed that to me. I was like, "That is one of the greatest things I've ever seen." Yeah, they use the meat of everyone like a pummel in Astro World. Yeah, man, it's a <laughs> limited edition. <laughs> it's going. It's it's selling for like triple, maybe even quadruple on StockX. Yeah. Yeah, man. The, those resellers are brutal. Yeah, man. Jeez. Oh. What's up, Ryan? Do you still like when we come with when we get NBA? I guess Kyle too. I don't know. I I usually just ask Ryan all these Sixers questions because I, basketball is like my least favorite thing in the whole world. <laughs> uh, but um, so I, I'll ask both of you. Where do you, with NB with NB coming back within the next couple of days? Do you see? Do we? Do you think we see a significant uptick in the wins and then maybe a couple spots up in the uh, projected seedings for the playoffs? 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll be completely honest with you. I've been so checked out when he's not in. It's just yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't feel like, I'll just say what, yeah. It doesn't feel like real basketball. It's like, okay, we're playing Portland, but it's like we're playing Portland minus and B. Or I think we played Portland earlier this, this year, and I was kind of checked out. It was like we, we lost without Tobias, who was in protocol, and Bede uh-huh. was out on a back-to-back. Ben was obviously out, and then Danny Green got hurt mid-game. So it was like four of our five starters weren't even in. What are we doing? It's like this is, yeah. this, is, this is shitty basketball we're watching. Do you remember last season? The, the back half of the year was the, wor- that was the worst basketball season I've ever watched in my entire life. It was just yeah. no fun, no good games. No one was playing because there was all these back-to-backs and whatnot. And everyone knows basketball season doesn't start till Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. It's Ryan and shit. Ryan and shit. Both know that I checked out as soon as. Ryan, Ryan, you can tell me I'm fucking wrong. I I can take it. You're not. No, I actually got yelled at on Twitter by some rando because it was the jazz game. And it was the day of the jazz game. And I was, I tweeted out, it's like, even with like my new Sixers City Edition beanie came in the mail. Love it. It's great. I heard they're tight on the head. They They are a little tight on the head. And I got a big. Fucking Polak, you got a fucking my father. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so. stop putting it on your cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was saying on Twitter, man. I was like, I can't get I excited for these that. games, even with the Sixers hat coming in the mail. I can't get excited. And some guy was like, "Oh, you're the worst kind of fan, man. You're no. the worst." Oh, I get excited to watch my team play any night. And I replied, "I'm like, I'm sorry that I'm not excited to watch the 2011 Mavericks without Dirk." It's essentially what this team is exactly right. right. Now. It's just exactly. like there's no star power. And I love Tyrese and like Charles Bassey's a fun young guy to watch. But this isn't the process anymore. I'm not watching for development. I'm watching for wins. And when we're not putting a team out that can win on a consistent basis, it's I'm gonna watch. Because I have to talk about it. I don't want to look like yeah. a fool when I talk about it to the tens of people that tune in. But, but As I don't want to. turn into hundreds, turn into thousands, turns into millions. Yeah, man. That's the beauty of base 10 numbers and multiplication, all those beautiful yeah. things. Compound you know? interest. <laughs> yeah, man. This show's paying for itself, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> is what that means. <laughs> no, nah, but you're exactly right. It's just, you know who also hates like watching the games? People who cover it. Like, you think Kyle Newbeck loves watching Kings Sixers tonight, eight minutes from now? When we get off this, like I'm, I'm gonna watch it. You're gonna watch it. We're gonna hate watch it. We're not gonna. Yeah. It's like watching something with your girlfriend, like on Netflix. That like, it's like I really don't want to watch that stupid Zoe Deschanel show that every girl watches uh, with the roommates and stuff. And it, I help me out here, Sam. I know you watch it. New dog. Girl. I don't even. I, yeah. I, I you lost me at girlfriend. new girl. New girl. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought new girl pulled really well in Upper Darby. Yeah, <laughs> they loved it. Yeah, Darby loved either. It. It's Darby Town. Sorry, that, Darby I, I, sorry, 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 sorry. Hey, what Different do you think beats. Condoleezza Rice and the Manning brothers are talking about today? Israel. Is that the weirdest <laughs> guest that's ever come on? That it has to be, be the weirdest because yeah. they have what the fuck like is athletes going to talk about. I mean, she's been in the running for the Cleveland Browns. Was it GM or head coach position? <laughs> that was a yeah. weird tweet that came out. It's like. Maybe Condi Rice is just yeah. like a is like a baller like that. Like maybe she really knows football. Like what's I don't her, know. Yeah, what's her and Peyton gonna do? Talk about like I don't know, putting unsuspecting or putting projectiles on unsuspecting minorities' heads. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. There's definitely like a drone strike conversation. It'd be yeah, funny like, if Eli corners her and asks her some tough questions about Iraq. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, did like, you know you lied to the American people back in two thousand and one? Turns into a 60 Minutes interview, Peyton and Eli grilling her. Good cop, bad cop. 
I'd watch you know, that. The American people me? want to know, actually. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Colin Powell just died. Do you think he deserved it? <laughs> Do you think he should have? Yeah. Do you think it should have happened sooner? Condi, please, your thoughts. <laughs> Did you order the hit, Condi? Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you ever find those WMDs? Oh, no. Sorry, Sam. Oh. No, this oh, is great. God. I just am so out of touch with everything you're talking about. I got no idea. So <laughs> we like to get political. So we had, it was great. Sam was ta- yeah. talking about one very specific aspect of the Rittenhouse trial a couple weeks ago. But was like, bear in mind, I don't know yeah. any of the facts. I just know yeah. one thing <laughs> I yeah. that I found yeah. odd. That's all yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> Sam, well, that's, it was called, the, that's called the internet, Sam. You watch yeah, one video well, and you just tell your opinion about it. Dude, well, I, I saw this thing about the, the prosecutor saying, I don't know if you saw the highlight video, but like it was, he used the you now on NBA on TNT, the Rittenhouse The prosecutor trying to bring on the fact that Rittenhouse played Call of Duty mm. as like evidence. And I'm like, is that really is that, that that's what you're gonna use in, <laughs> of all the See, things? When yeah. I was growing up, it was it was um uh where's the one where you can like beat up hookers and steal cars? Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. That was the big one when I was growing up. It was Marilyn Manson, Eminem, and Grand Theft Auto. That was the reason why school shootings were happening. Now oh, it's yeah. Call of Duty. Now it's Call of Duty. Yeah, that's yeah. the reason. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> I, there, I, I couldn't I, get up, I couldn't get up more with that. Little spoiler alert: There will be one written house comment coming out in the video tomorrow. It, there was a good amount of written house stuff at the. I'm uh, sure. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure, right? Yeah, yeah there's some. Up. Yeah, there was some written house yeah. stuff going on. Uh, pro and anti written house. Yeah. Pro and well, I, I hope pro. You, I hope you'll tell both sides. No. Yeah, yeah. I will be objective. Oh, I had global warming. I had written house stuff. There was some other stuff. I'm like, what are we doing? We just watched a 40 to 22 win, 29 win. Like, and we're talking. Global warming? Yeah, man. When Eagles fans, after a win, it's not – I mean, we'll celebrate, but it's now it's on to the tougher issues. <laughs> like, now it's on to what we've put aside for this game. Now it's time to talk politics. I mean, is an Eagles tailgate not essentially a meeting at the UN? Are they not ex- essentially the same thing in terms of intellectual capacity? I would say so. I well, yeah, I mean, you got, somebody's definitely falling asleep like Joe Biden was the other week. I mean <laughs> – God, dude! Jetpack <laughs> Joe. Yeah, I, I had a, I had, I uh, the, the new one is uh, go Brandon or whatever that was. Let's go oh, Brandon yeah. one. There's a Let's couple. That's Brandon. there's one going to be in there. It was kind of funny, so I, I'm going to keep it in and whatnot. But yeah. Yeah, I'll tell both sides. Yeah, I'll just find yeah. some some woman with purple hair. I'll get her next time in the uh, in the video. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to her about her job at Starbucks. <laughs> that's great, dude. It'll make for some great content. Oh, you said it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, I'll come out tomorrow. Uh, hopefully around like 9 a.m. After I get off the show, I got to do the third edit. Perfect. All right. Well, I think that is going to do it for the yeah, we'll Make sure to check out the video <laughs> on YouTube, on Twitter, at Everything's Fine. There's not a second E in the everything, right? Twitter, on Twitter. Twitter does not let you do over 15 characters. I found that out the hard way. Bastards. Yeah. So there's yeah. no second E on Everything's Fine, but you can find him also on his personal account, at Kyle is Fine. Great brand synergy there. And make that sure to check great. out the YouTube yeah. video. I mean, it's gonna I'm gonna get this episode up tonight. So I mean, if you're tuning in on that Tuesday, it's up. At any point you're listening to this, if you're not listening live, it's up. Make sure you tune in. And also just 
real quick because I, I have to plug it. It's part, it's contractually obligated. Enter the money zone with us yeah. and use code Wolves sixty nine on the Parks Casino Park Sportsbook app. Uh, you get a risk free bet up to five hundred dollars, so you might as well just put five hundred dollars in and bet it on the Sixers money line. Because if you lose it, you get it back. Yeah, it's like I mean, free money. Worse that could it's, happen. Not, you know? it's basically yeah. free it's money. Credit. It's site credit. You can't take it back. You're gonna, but, you're yeah. gonna use it anyway. Like just, gonna, just sign up. What are you gonna do? Not yeah. gamble? That's yeah. insane. If you laughed <laughs> once during this podcast, or you learned something during this podcast, put in Wolf sixty nine Parks Casino code, please. Wolf sixty nine Parks Casino. And if that's the case, I don't think anybody's gonna be using it. Ah, uh, fuck that- off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sign the- up, motherfuckers. <laughs> Sam, give them the sign off. All right, thanks so much for listening to this episode. We had a very special guest today. Definitely go follow him at Kyle's Fine at Everything's Fine. He's got a, he does a great thing over there. It's a great follow on Twitter. I love those videos where you go around the parking lot and just talk to drunk Eagles fans. I think that's the greatest idea anybody's ever had. But you do it right. I'm sure like people like, people have done it before, but you do it right. Like it's 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 good. That's thank you. That's the voice I, of the fan. He's got his finger on the pulse of the city. The check is in the mail, Sam. Thanks, I appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, and then make sure to follow uh, both me and Ryan at Sam Gladman 6 at Ryan Conway 76 at Shamelessly SG, the producer behind the glass. Follow all the social media accounts on Wolves Abroad Street at Wolves Abroad ST. Shamus G. Oh, buy a shirt. Shamus G. Closes down. <laughs> buy it.